0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Marketing Corner. Whoop, 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 whoop. It's me and Jen back in the corner again in the pot and the this pot. is episode 72.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: And uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, something pretty cool. Something basic maybe to some people, but but you know, a lot, a lot of people know how to do it. So we're going to be talking about demand generation frameworks. Mm-hmm. Or in other words, uh, funnel structures.
1: Funnel structure.
0: Have you used funnel structures before, Jen?
1: Yes, I have. Have
0: Perfect. you, Casper? Yes, plenty of times.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think we wouldn't be having a podcast if we hadn't. No, exactly. Right. Yeah.
0: So um, let's kick it off a bit, and like uh, I'll, I'll kick it over to you a little bit first here. So uh, mm-hmm. generally speaking, do you guys uh, use a funnel structure at uh, Mundo today?
1: Yep, we definitely do. And I think in most of the companies I've been in, we've had a funnel structure. And the reason being, you know, all marketers know the marketing funnel, awareness, intent, you know, consideration, action, and things like that. They have different names, but... Overall, the the concept is the same, right? So we have kind of upper funnel campaigns, but then as we see more intent, as we see people who are shopping, we want to give them more specific content, right? And that's kind of the, the broad overview of what we're talking about today of kind of how do you structure that? How do you kind of force some kind of action or yeah. decision and make sure that you have the right people?
0: Yeah. And how do you, like, how do you make it come to life, right? Like, I feel... Um, mm. It's something uh, I've always uh, thought about, funnel structures, always known it was a thing. Mm-hmm. But it's not until very, like, I want to say the last two to three years that I've been really good at creating funnel structures, mm-hmm. like, in platforms. And here I'm specifically talking, like, LinkedIn and Facebook primarily, mm-hmm. right? Those yep. those type of platforms. You can do it other places, too. But uh, but uh, those are, like, the ones where, where you can create a full funnel structure, I feel mm-hmm. like. Um, and th- I think that's what I'm at least want to talk a little bit about today
1: and i think what's from marketers like us i think those are the fun things you know the retargeting and how do you kind of find the right people and um yeah so that's kind of the fun marketing side of things that yeah. yeah So, let's get into it. All right, cool. I
0: will I'll, uh, I'll go through how we do it today mm-hmm. and then uh, I'm thinking you can kind of chime in and tell me how stupid I am for doing this.
1: I would never say yeah, that you to okay. your oh, face. I can take it, I can take it. <laughs> <laughs> To your face.
0: All right, cool. So, the way we've done it here, like for, first and foremost, I think there's important to notice that there's like we have we operate with we typically with these different motions, like you're going to have a and account-based marketing motion, you can have mm-hmm. different types of thought leadership motion and stuff like that. Yep. So now we're just talking plain demand generation. And I don't want to be semantic about it, but like there's a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, either okay. way. So uh, the way uh, we've done it and what I've done the last few years here is essentially to split it up into five different layers and the four of them being something that should happen every time. And the first layer is uh, uh, what you I call it the always on. Mm-hmm. Some people call it the cold layer. Some people call it the tofu layer, the top of funnel. We call it the evergreen. We call it. You guys call it the evergreen. Yep. Always uh, on. What is it in Danish? We have to saying like "love child" has many names. Is that a saying?
1: Like can say that. Mm.
0: S- mm. Like what do you say when something has very
1: many names and means the same? I can't even think in English right okay, now. Right. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I got two kids. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Either way. Either way. This is what,
0: like, it has many different names, but at the end of the day, it's all the same. Mm-hmm. This is the top funnel stuff. This yep. is the stuff you do where the goal... Of the whole layer is just to get on people's radar. Yes. Like you don't like you don't need a conversion. And I think like you don't like you don't need a conversion. Don't get me wrong. We're all happy to get a conversion in the top layer. Like it does happen time to time. It does t- frequently happen, but that's not the goal of it. Mm-hmm. And and I think where most people go wrong is that they treat top funnel activities as something that should be converting people right yes. away. The goal of the top level, the f- top funnel level, the always on is to get on people's radar, and commute, like, make sure they're aware of you, and then get them to the mid-funnel. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, actually the goal them. of yeah. them. Like, mm-hmm. the, it sounds simple, but that's actually the goal. Yeah, uh, typically, to learn more, right? It's yeah, to learn more. To, it's to learn more, yeah, like, yeah. To, to want to be like, hey, oh, now you're on the radar, now they're interested, like they might, they when you feed them some more product information, other things like that, now they're like, okay, that might actually be interesting to me.
1: Exactly. And I think that's one important thing um, to make that distinction of it's not just you trying to be sneaky and trick people. It's finding the people who are willing to go into that sales process yeah. to find the people who are willing, you know, the people who aren't interested are going to drop off. And that's what you want. You yeah. want those to drop off so that you can focus on the people who are likely to become a good prospect. Right.
0: And, and I think back in the day, what I would I personally, and here's a mistake I did personally, was that I would treat uh, in the top funnel, I would just be like, here's my value proposition, take it or leave it. Like, mm-hmm. then Demo, some people sign would sign up take, today. Yeah, sign up today. Go, go, go. And don't get me wrong, that, that would work. Uh, it could work. But, but what I've discovered now, it's a lot more about like, getting on people's radar and explain more about like what's the core problem your product solves or like mm-hmm. service. What is it you can help with Like yep. fundamentally? Some of the results are the company seeing, that's what you wanna get on board with. And I think we uh, the way we do it, which might be a little bit different, it's always split it into different campaign types, especially on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. So we utilize a lot of video in this stage. And yep. that's, for some reason, not something I did again five years ago, uh, but something I do a lot today. And I think the main differentiator that you need to know for making video work here is that you wanna use the in-platform levels of conversion tracking. And what Mm -hmm. I mean with that is just tracking stuff like, whenever somebody watched uh, 50% of your video okay that's a pretty good sign like mm-hmm. uh, so when somebody watched 50% of your video that's a lot better than somebody who watched like 1% 2% whatever right. yeah and you want to use these indicators because if you don't use these indicators people are not going to click to your landing page or your website based mm-hmm. on a video it might happen it does happen but that's not what happens most of the time people watch a little bit of video and then they're like okay now that's a good indicator to me and now you are aware of the company I'm trying to pitch you mm-hmm. existence
1: and what also, just speaking of video from my video yeah. marketing days, yeah. um, that's also a really clever way for marketers to make sure your important message is in the first 50% of that yes, video, right? Exactly. Because if you're going to retarget with something with more intent after people have watched 50% of video, make damn sure you get your value prop in that video in the first 50%, ideally first you know, 10%, right? Exactly. You yeah. want to get it across pretty fast, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Like, um, so so we use we use a lot of video. We typically use four different campaign types. So two videos where one focuses on awareness, and one, the other one focuses a little bit more on engagement. Mm-hmm. And you could argue there's not that much difference in like uh, in the platform level, but but there's a little bit of difference where like one is focusing more on getting some sort of action out of people, and the other one's getting focusing more on just getting on the radar. Mm-hmm. Then we also utilize typically uh, tech stats, uh, okay. super underutilized uh, format, on especially in LinkedIn. Uh, this is very LinkedIn specific. Mm-hmm. Uh, text ads are these like ads you see on the side where people mm-hmm. uh, don't really don't really click on them. <laughs> and the whole goal is kind of to not have people click on them. Yeah, those so, are the really cheap ones though. They cost nothing, yeah. like peanuts. Yeah. Like, they have to cost something, but it's very cheap. Mm-hmm. Like, And the goal again is just like, you wanna make sure people know your name. Like that's yes. actually like, it sounds
1: super simple, simple, like classic branding a mm-hmm. little bit, right? You wanna make sure yep. people know your name. And if you're doing the reason for that too, um, just for the listeners, if you're doing kind of an all bound where you work very closely with your sales team and yeah. ideally you should be working closely with them, not competing with them. Yeah. If that BDR has an out a cold outreach and they're like, Oh, Anamondo, I've heard of you. Yeah. That call is infinitely easier for that person to have. So Way it's really easier. important to get your name out there to these yeah. right people. Yeah.
0: And typically what we see, and then we the last part, like, so that was the we have two videos, one text, and one single image. And the single mm. image is is trying to do the same as the videos. It's focusing a little bit more on engagement, rather than awareness. But it's the same principles. So mm-hmm. Main problems you solve, or other results coming, seeing, blah 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 stuff mm-hmm. like that. So that's kind of like the tofu, like the top layer structure. And then you can go it. Then we typically go it segment by segment, right? So we mm-hmm. created unique for each segment. But that's essentially the top, right? And and I think it's really important to say again, like the goal of this is not to convert people. Like we have a bunch of soft conversions we track. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about that in our episode about these different soft conversions. But those are kind of the things we do. And then we have uh, four other layers, uh, essentially three, but because the, the one is one of them is an outlier. Mm-hmm. The outlier is uh, campaigns, because um, and how I phrase that is what I call it potential always on additions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Rolls off the tongue.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but essentially, it's just, um, there's a lot of people who go like, yeah, we should, we should do a campaign
1: around this. I'm like,
0: yeah, yeah. But let's get the structure in place first, then we can add mm-hmm. campaigns, right? Yeah.
1: I always I think, advocate for this. Yeah, and I think this is something that a lot of marketers come up against, especially people maybe who don't have the experience of like, these tiny little campaigns, just get those out, you know, pepper the world with these tiny, you know, instead of having a structure and a strategy, you kind of put the, we, in English, we say put the horse before the cart. Yes. Uh, you're doing this thing That's first when actually you need the cart first yeah. to kind of figure out what you should be doing. So. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I actually, we actually had a
0: client here in, uh, in October when we started, and then in November, they were like, yeah, we want to do these campaigns. We're like, nope, we're not doing it. Like, no, uh, uh, no. We're not doing it. Like, until this structure is in place, we're not mm-hmm. doing it. Yeah. Like, uh, please, guys, it's been shit for a long time. Let me, let's me let fix it now and then we can do campaigns after. Yeah. Then we can talk about it. Exactly. I think it's just, just the principle because, like, typically what happens when you do campaigns and that's why it doesn't work for people is if there's no structure in place, there's nothing to pick it up. Yeah. No, nothing picks it up because campaigns live in the same area where it's, like, very awareness-type level. Mm. Like, it's very... Like you can fit it in like after and always on layer, but typically it serves in the same layer. It's like getting on the radar with a specific message, right? Yeah. So um, yeah, but um. So then we run with like we called it the mid layer. You can also call it like the first layer, basic layer of retargeting. Mm-hmm. Uh. So that's uh, and here we run. Typically, we run four different types of uh, ads here, and it's a little bit, little bit more uh, specific based on different things. But stuff uh, this is stuff like use cases from other companies like spe- specific features characteristics of using product service like stuff like what can you expect for us a customer like mm-hmm. hey if I were to use this service or product or whatever what what would happen yeah stuff like that then uh, and that's typically single images we do that one when, we're, when we focus on these mm-hmm. types and then that's uh, what I call I call it nurture the goal is nurture to keep them more mm-hmm. Then I have uh, I have used videos also here. One like two types of videos. One of them I focus a lot on building trust, whereas like client testimonials. So, it's like important touch points, uh, mm. like from the cold campaigns. So, we're retargeting people who've interacted with us somehow in our mm-hmm. top funnel. Yep. So, some, and that's a very important part just for people to understand that we're trying, the people we're retargeting here are the per- people who've interacted with us somehow or not. Exactly.
1: So, they'll already know. They yeah, already so you know who we are. You can skip that first step you of. You don't have here's to say, hey, do. here's my company. Exactly. You can yeah. skip that and you can go straight into the social proof, what we call it. But, yes. same idea building trust. These guys use us, these guys use us, these guys exactly, use us. Exactly. Right.
0: Yeah. And this is also, uh, then we also run a, a bit of document ads here. Mm-hmm. And those are typically, they can be a lot of different things, but these are where you introduce stuff like case studies, mm-hmm. white papers, it could be blogs to some extent, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And those can typically, if you want to, be gated. You don't have to. Mm-hmm. We actually don't. Most of it, we don't. But but uh, you can definitely run gated stuff here. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the mistakes I see is that people run gated stuff in the top funnel, right? Too early. Yeah. yeah way too early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's essentially the basic, uh, the basic retargeting mid layer. That's kind of how we structured. I want to say it can be different case by case, but this, like typically that's how it looks. Mm-hmm. Um, then we run something called um, I call it retargeting, and I call it a hundred eighty day nurture flow. Mm-hmm. Essentially, the goal here is a little bit different. Um, in, in the essence, that we're we're trying to keep people warm here, so mm-hmm. we use spotlight ads a little bit. Like uh, those are like specific uh, t- ad types on LinkedIn. Pretty good for engagement, and pretty good for again, they're not super cheap, so you get a lot of traction from them. Okay. So these are we use spotlight ads, we use follower ads, and we use text ads, and all three formats are te- are formats that cost very little. Mm-hmm. And the goal here is just to make sure people still know we're around. Right. So these are the ones who haven't reacted, and actually, I should have done done in the opposite correction but whatever but these are for the people who haven't converted yet Mm-hmm. So the people who are still like, hey, they're they're not super high-intensity converters, so they're not the ones who are about to convert or it yeah. looks like they're about to convert, but there are people who are, like, it takes a while timing-wise, and you
1: can't keep running like a full funnel structure on them all the time, so you keep them yeah, warm. Yeah, they're going to get ad fatigue. And... Yeah, so exactly. when you call it 180, though, you wait 180 days and then you trigger, you no, trigger it, this? No, uh, or... 180
0: is how long it lasts. Gotcha. It kicks in after the other two of the retargeting layers have not Got worked. Got it. Okay. Yeah,
1: because yeah. usually after 180 days, they... Yeah, wipe it clean, and yeah, exactly. you have to start again. Interesting. Okay.
0: Um, sometimes we use uh, it's same, it's a lot of the same principles, use cases, product features, uh, general about company and stuff. Um, but one of the things you also do here is like we use a little bit of strong offers. Is what I call mm-hmm. it. Like so, hey, use your budget. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. Like hey, here's a value prop. Get started today. Like or free access to something part of a product or something. Some kind of offer. It's a little bit stronger. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not as strong as the high intensity uh, retargeting the bottom layer. I'll get to that in a sec, mm-hmm. but, but that's how we do it usually. Okay. Yep. And then there's the last layer, which you could call the bottom layer of the funnel, the Bofu or whatever. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, and here we call it high intent, 30 day high intent. And the goal here is just to simply put, get people to convert. Yeah. That's why it's there. Shit or get off the pot. Exactly. <laughs> and here we typically use uh, images. Uh, single images only actually we only we don't have a lot of campaigns like in each campaign there's different variations but in in, there's only two campaign tracks that run here typically you don't need a lot more you can Mm -hmm. but you don't need to because you've already nurtured these people a lot yeah uh, and here what the goal is just like you have a strong uh, CTA that's try to convert people on a website. Mm-hmm. And you can, so typically we do it through two different versions. Like we try to convert people on the website. Sometimes we do it through Legion forms mm. uh, if, if if necessary, but most yep. of the time we prefer to do it on a website. Yeah. And then you have a structure where people get nurtured all across the board and like slowly move, not slowly, but move towards uh, converting. Yep. Some kind of action. Yeah. Yeah. And shit works. Yeah shit works like um, it really really works like we have a bunch of clients where we have done it I've done it like previously when I was at United Fintech when I was at Templified. that's where I really started doing this and it works
1: um, and we yeah so in my previous careers we did a very similar very similar yeah. setup kind of wide animation something to catch the eye yeah at the top of the funnel, and then if they engage, retarget them with something a little bit more specific. Yeah. And then if they engage with that, then it's the feature-specific, the social proof, you know, because the logic would be, okay, if they've engaged with this and they've engaged with this, they know about us and now maybe they're a little interested. And then that is probably where we might put some gated stuff because we also kind of want an email or something for sales to play with. But it's only when we get a little bit further to that intent. Exactly. And then what we would do usually previously was – lead gen at the end of the funnel, you know, sign up today, download now, whatever that CTA would be. And then we would retarget anyone who opened the form, but did not submit. So a form drop off with some kind of offer. Exactly. Very high level, very simple, effective. And one of the things we do at Onomondo now is we take that to the next level where we've separated the kind of purpose between Mm. colds inbound and warm inbound. And a cold inbound would be webinar, content download, stuff that's interesting but you're not shopping yeah. and then the warm would be free demo um or contact me yeah we call yeah. that a hand raiser yeah. and that we have a different flow for because these people are shopping they're like exactly. yes contact me i want to learn more and obviously they're a little intent. bit warmer they're high intent yeah. and so they get a different flow exactly um, so that's kind of how we do it now and
0: it's very similar like mm. i think and uh, we talked a little bit about this before but i think like these frameworks are great like uh, there's a reason i made it like it's mm-hmm. to also explain people why it is like We do what we do. Mm -hmm. But it's also, I think it's important just to understand it's at the end of the day, it's just a mindset. Yeah. Like it's a mindset that you're like, okay, now we have this mindset of building this structure. So that's what I'll, that's my whole go-to-market efforts will be around that. Like, mm-hmm. it will be in this structured way of thinking. Yeah. Because then you also start thinking when you do a campaign or you do a new ad, it's like, okay, how does this fit in? Mm-hmm. Is this something people should see they've never heard about us before? Is it something they've seen if they've heard a lot about us? Yeah. Like, and those type of think that thinking is super critical.
1: Like, I think and that's the important th- part. Of yeah, and, and to piggyback on that one yeah. of the things of course I love my matrix I love my structure <laughs> you know I love a good matrix but that helps us identify content gaps yeah exactly right if yeah. we're like shit we have a ton of upper funnel stuff but we don't actually have anything feature specific you know so I like to map out of like exactly tofu, what, we bof- do. Bof- yeah. what kind of content do we have Ah, actually we're missing this yeah. and then when you kind of get the structure down and you get to the point where it makes sense and you can kind of do it in your sleep that's when we go vertical specific yes so you can do the same kind of thing but then you have a case study in the same vertical the feature that help this particular vertical. You use imagery from that vertical, you know, so people in that vertical will resonate. You create a dedicated landing page, you know, and you can create vertical specific flows. You kind of copy paste the the general concept, but the content itself changes to be specific. And we do
0: exactly the same. We call it content mapping it's yeah, part of every time uh, we yep. do it every time as well. Cause like, uh, some, and sometimes we just work with clients where it's like, Hey, there's an amazing top funnel, but there's nothing bottom. And, yeah. But most of the cases there's a lot of bottom, bottom but not a lot of top. Exactly. <laughs> not a lot of top. And
1: that's one of the things. So I've done either vertical specific or I've yeah. done geography. It depends yeah. on your product. And you know, I remember one time, you know, we were getting these requests from sales of like, I need a porcelain factory in Sweden. I need content for them. And we're like, that's a little too specific. That's too much. Let's pull out a little I need, bit. I need content for this guy. Like, yeah, this, okay. this guy. <laughs> wow, that's. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Yeah. But you know, that way it's we could cane. actually map out and go, well, we have this in Sweden or we have this for that industry. Yeah. Can we, you know, repurpose? It, it helps you be a little bit more efficient. So, yeah. you know, content mapping, content matrix, whatever you want to call it. No, but
0: it, it's super important we do we do it every time. I think, um, yeah. And it's just that uh, we, um, we had a client where we, like, I think it's um, one thing I want to maybe point out before I say this is that this takes a lot of time to roll out, yes. and I think that's my my main obstacle that I, I run into, and we run into at Sparkforce, but also ran into before. It wasn't as much. I didn't feel like uh, it was the same. To be honest, pressure when I was in the inside, because like here I, I was often I was just building things and so like I was explaining people what we were mm. doing, but I was there, like I could sit with people. Right. But as an agency, sometimes like I, I just have to manage expectations because yeah. a full funnel setup like this can take up to six months to build right sometimes most of the times we can do a lot faster like we have cases where we do three months but but three months like minimum yeah. minimum bare fucking minimum is three months yeah and and and, and they we want we results just can't yesterday. do it faster like it's yeah. like there's a bunch of things you can do faster and you can make optimizations and you can do it's not because the whole structure like you can launch part of the structure mm-hmm. faster but it takes time yeah and i think that's just my main takeaway like these things take time. Do proper marketing. Well, it takes time.
1: Yeah, and that's you know that that comes down also to stakeholder management. Yeah. Because I've definitely been in the position where I'm doing this and I'm building it out, and they're like, "We need leads now." You have a monthly target, so throw make that gated. Yeah. Or f- no, forget the upper funnel stuff. Just go straight in with the offer. You know, and and it's because these other external people who don't really under, external people, but non-marketing yeah, yeah, yeah. people who are like, you know, whether it's sales, whether it's your CEO, whether it's your CRO, are like, we need these leads in. And then that pressure can totally fuck the whole thing up. Exactly, you know, it's like, exactly. again putting the horse before the car, and it's understanding that this takes time and it will pay off, but you have to wait. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Let's take like let's take a scary example. So let's say you're listening to this episode here. We're recording this um, late uh, February. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's say you listen to this uh, some February and March here, and. That let's say you work for a company where you uh, like let's take one of our clients that I'm mentioning. They are have a very like niche product, actually close to Anamondo in service, but it's mm, quite uh, a scandalo. scandalo. Uh But uh, but um, and they have a very much an ABM motion. Like mm-hmm. so that means their lifetime value of the product super high, but it takes a long time yes. to close, like nine months, six to nine months, something mm-hmm. like that. Okay. If it takes six to nine months to close, that means that everything technically they get in the pipeline should come in around March, between March and summer. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't come in between March and summer, there's no way it can close. So everything not that in comes in yeah. in September is realistically speaking, not closing this year. Yeah, That means they have three months now to get their structure in place and they haven't started building their structure yet. Mm-hmm. So and we're going to help them, right? But uh, the point is, we need three months to build the structure yeah. and the structure won't work until at least you three months from now. Like you they won't, see won't like that's the yeah. early indications and typically when it's ABM it takes a bit longer. Mm-hmm. Right. So so technically, to be honest, it's almost already too late. Yeah. It's almost already too. It's always too late. T- if it's you want too late, but <laughs> if you want it now. But if you want it yeah. now, like if, if you want like ABM results mm-hmm. within twenty twenty four it's almost too late, it's guys. It's too late now. Like yeah. that's and that, like, I remember the first time I started thinking that way, was, like that can blew my mind. Yeah. Because you take back, like you take your pipeline and then
1: you take your setup of your structure. If you mm-hmm. haven't had anything in place. Wow. It's a long time. It's and a long it's, time. it's a similar thing with like SEO, right? Yes. You know, when I, I, you know, I've been in companies where like we want direct traffic. I'm like, okay, well, what's your SEO policy? We don't have one. Well, Great. guess what? See you in two years. It's, yeah, it's gonna take <laughs> me year. Yeah. three to four months to get yeah. all the keywords and to get yeah. all the content, and then it's gonna take while, a while for the algorithm to kick in, and you know yeah. you'll see that spike hopefully in six months. Yeah, if exactly. we're lucky, six months. At six months, I think it's pushing it. Yeah, like to six be honest, months is right? very. That's what it's I usually optimistic. tell a CEO. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to get them off my case I'm like six <laughs> months, nine months. I usually, ten
0: uh, months. <laughs> and I'm not a guru in SEO. I gotta admit, yeah. but I usually say when people talk SEO, like if you're really good, a year. Yeah, if you're amazing. <laughs>
1: 10 faster. Months, yeah Yeah. Nine months. But, uh, yeah. if yeah. you're
0: just really good, a year.
1: Good marketing takes time. And yeah. I think, and this is not what this episode is about, but that's also where, for me, the 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 gated conversation comes in because you have a sales team you have to feed. Yeah. And that's where you get pressure to give me some emails, give me some leads, give me some leads, give me some... Well, how do I get leads? Yeah. I need an email address. How do exactly. I get an email address? I gate something. So it's, how do we, maybe we do a webinar, we do something like that, where it's a bit more immediate return, where... Yeah people feel more comfortable giving their email because they need the link or... But um, yeah, it's it's a, always a balance of making sure your sales team are fed. Something to play with yeah. while you have this thing running in the background. And I
0: think it's important and it's a great point. I think it's mm. a great point because like we also uh, have some big, like a big American client in this case. Um, and they're super cool, but they're also like... Uh, We want to switch a lot of the stuff they're doing over to like the structure, this funnel structure. But it takes time to build. Mm -hmm. That means that we can't, like, we can't just do a hard switch. Right. And then we have like a bunch of sales team across the world be like, "Hey guys, what's going on? Yeah, I uh... I need something. I need (laughs) something. something. Yeah. And and I totally get that. Mm -hmm. So. So, sometimes a lot of the time it's a slow transition, but you got to start the transition. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah you got to start it. You got to start somewhere. And a lot yeah. of it is the content development, like developing mm-hmm. the content for the framework. It's not, actually not setting up the ads. Uh, you know, setting up not, ads does not take that long. That's not the part yeah. that
1: takes long. The, the part that takes a long time is mapping the content, as mm-hmm. we talked
0: about, and then fucking developing it.
1: And then you have to, if you use HubSpot, you know, you need your forms, you need your retargeting, yeah. you need to set up stuff. dynamic lists. Yeah. All of these things take a long time your if thens and your nurture flows. And, yeah. you know, there's it's not just, you know, throwing some ads out there
0: and then let's let's uh let's uh to give it a little bit cring uh what do you call it tail on the f- fix on the tail i don't fucking know my
1: my my cow on, cow, cow on the ice yeah uh, cow on the ice okay cool no, sorry.
0: uh but uh danish as well. Like, like call it a wrinkle you call it a wrinkle oh whatever okay um is that let's say this is we just went through if you have one segment we ha- we have a client where we, are, we were we were doing it on three segments. So yeah. we actually counted how many ads we did for the top funnel layer. Mm-hmm. I think we did hundred twenty yeah. ads. Yeah, twenty ads in a span of a little bit more. than
1: Because you should have what like eight or nine ads per. Yes, exactly. Per initiative per, per initiative. Times there's there's four, four times layers, three t- like, and yeah, then you yeah. can
0: times out right. And some of them like
1: the text ads, you need fifteen different variations, yeah. right? Like, and that's where you have to not, have a time consuming, a but very nice designer. I yeah. mean, it's it's not. I don't know. Sometimes with designers, you're like you want hundred twenty ads, and I'm like. I want 90 of this, boom, boom, yeah, boom. yeah. I want this, this, and this, put this picture here, put this picture here, put this picture here, you know, exactly. and hopefully and it's not you're like Whoa. bespoke, Whoa. but
0: it gets wild. Yeah. And I remember the manager, like the one we were working with, he was like, wow, that was a lot. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> not, he was not used to that, not expecting. Yeah. He was like, did you guys, did you guys all do that? Yeah, we did that together with your team in like a month. Was yeah. like, Super impressive, but it's a lot of work. And okay, I get it now. I get it. And awesome. remember,
1: you also have to optimize them. Yeah, exactly. So you have to the look first at those is 100. launching, and then yeah. like uh, optimize. Which them. ad worked best? Well, yeah. let me go through all one hundred and twenty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See which. Yeah, so it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. but it, it pays off. I just want to point off. it out.
0: It pays off. Like uh, so, it's worth it. But um, but you need to have some structure in how yeah. you do
1: marketing. And sort of so the moral of the story is, if you have a CEO or a sales director or anyone who's on your ass to get something now let them listen to this episode. Yes. And get them, them, back get them
0: on this episode. We'll, Jen and Casper we'll, say back off. We'll take we'll take a call with them personally. Casper <laughs> <laughs> will take a call yeah, with them I'll personally. Take, take. <laughs> but no, but like, I think it's managing expectations, yeah, right? Because this is the right way. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that this is the way yeah. to do marketing these days on platforms. Like, yeah. I think that's, you do the same, like you do the same without even... Like we haven't even talked about this part, right? Like Mm. you've always done this, I feel like, right? So this is the way to do things. It's just important that you manage expectations internally, Mm -hmm. right? So they're ready. Okay, this is going to take time.
1: Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Cool. Awesome.
1: All right. Well, thank you everyone and uh, see you at the next episode.
0: Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.